Welcome to Possibly Speaking, a podcast that explores the highest spheres of spiritual thought as they find expression in our lived experience. Here's our host and the Mashpia of the Light Revealed, Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld. Okay, so Be'ezras Hashem, we are continuing with our weekly series of Shirim, the Torah of Recovery with the Light Revealed. And this week in Parshas Mishpatim, we're going to encounter somewhat counterintuitive experience where after Matan Torah, after the loftiest moment available, after the heights of all the heights, after the experience of clarity, certainty, to whatever degree that is imaginable in this world, was experienced. And the separation between above and below of concealment and revelation in history, in reality, and more significantly for us, in our own inner worlds, was removed and everything was revealed to be unified. The questions were subsumed within the system. The difficulties were revealed to have been part and parcel of the experience. Everything was as it was meant to be. That was the experience of Matan Torah. And then, after encountering that experience, after learning about it, hearing about it, remembering it, we get thrown into Eilah HaMishpatim, the laws the laws that determine human experience in this world between oneself and other as a functioning human being in a system of creation, laws of damages, laws of monetary compensation, laws that minimize the human experience, they bound it into a measured thing, a need to apply oneself to a rigidity of a system and the application of minutia upon minutia upon minutia that determine the freedom through which the individual is going to experience themselves. So from the heights of transcendence, from the heights of that which was unlimited and unbounded, immediately we're thrown into the very nature of the bounded nature of the law, this thing that binds us. That there's this encounter with a limitation, a, a concealment valve that is suddenly applied very quickly to the expression of infinitude as it's revealed in Har Sinai. And again, these are experiences. There's a Har Sinai experience and there's the Mishpatim experience. The Har Sinai experience in our minds, which we understand through the Har, Har Sinai experience as expressed in the Torah and as understood by the Meforshim and the Tzadikim. That in our own experience, we encounter Matan Torah every day, countless times a day. There's a commandment to contemplate it, to think about it, to see oneself as if they are still experiencing it. In one sense or the other, to find one's standing point at Har Sinai, which is the unfolding nature of our singular os in the Torah, which is the perpetual process of our lives. Our entire life is about coming to find our place at Har Sinai to figure out who we stood next to, who we were looking at, where we wanted to attach ourselves, which voice we heard stronger. And that's the unfolding process of one's life. That's when things are clarified. That's when there's a rarefied experience of knowing what to do. The alleviation of a drive, the alleviation of a craving, a moment of calmness, a moment of menucha, those are the Harsina experiences. And then the Mishpatim experiences are the experience that directly take this thing that hints to me the fact that there's infinitude and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere and that I can live in this expansive mindset and I can understand that transcendent to this worldliness is some infinite thing that shatters the nature of this worldliness. Instead of being able to give the opportunity to contemplate that and to live in that place, suddenly I'm drawn down immediately to the Mishpatim, what it means to be a functional human being in day-to-day -day life and most significantly how my experience in this world impacts others as well. 
that it's the laws that 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 direct human behavior. It's the ethical and moral inherent point and fount within the self that emerges with the the statutes and the laws through which one encounters themselves in this world. In whatever way one grasps this process of Hariul Hashem Kolaharetz. That the process of halacha, the orientation towards judgment and laws and the application of limit and bounds to ourself is ultimately the, the receptacle or the vessel that we seem to be given right after experiencing something transcendent. And these moments in our lives, the mishpatim moments in our lives, are the moments that are devoid of intensity or significance. They're the moments that are devoid of some voice emanating out of them telling me what the revelatory experience here is. They're not moments of clarity where I am fully aware of what my mission is and I'm fully aware of the koach and the strength that I have to draw upon to overcome whatever obstacle finds its way into my life. It's not the contemplation of the infinite and the minimizing of the difficulty of this world. It's not the living in the expansivity of Yichari love, rather, it's suddenly encountering the, the banality of day to day life, the ins and outs of the day to day, the ups and the downs, the yes and the no, the measured nature, the scheduled nature, the bounded nature by way which a human being expresses themselves in this world, those moments that feel boring. We're told that the mishpat at the end of the day is like an abysmal depth. It's a depth. It's a it's a depth that has no depth. There's no limit point to it. It's unfathomable. It's unscrutinable. We can't understand where it comes from. We can't understand where it comes from. It's something that is so saturated with meaning that it's beyond our capacity to grasp its meaning, and therefore it only reveals itself to us by way of what appears to be meaningless. And at that place, we say, that's Mishpatecha Taim Rabbah, those moments in our life which feel empty, the boring moments in our lives. And it's somewhat surprising to find that the response to Matan Torah, the response to this transcendent experience, is then the sudden drawdown back into imminence to be a human being. But in truth, there's nothing fancy about this Nakuda because ultimately this is the, the regal that the entire Torah stands upon. The purpose of transcendence, the purpose of running upwards, the purpose of having the sky split open and divided sky, let the wind blow high, let everything be revealed as it is above. That we grasp that moment of clarity of spirit, we grasp that moment of everything being okay, of the general sense of all rightness that permeates all things, and how Toiv Ma'oid and Akadish Baruch who created a good world, and Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, and every part of my experience feels like easy street when I can have a Kivun Hadas, an attentional, prayerful attitude and heart towards that innermost point that dictates my life, which is the point of my higher power. That yes, I want to live in those places. Yes, I want to yearn to those places. Yes, I want to live beyond the confines of this worldly experience, with the awareness of the expansivity and the infinitude that is available to each and every person in each and every moment by way of connection to God. But at the very same moment, the human nature and the human condition that we're thrown very quickly back into is not the deviation away from that experience. It's not being thrown away, being tossed out of heaven and thrown into hell, being exiled into hell, God forbid. It's simply another opportunity to now reveal this revealed truth that we understood from the Harsinai experience and to reveal it through reality testing at the lowest possible place imaginable. Because that's our job, the job of the neshama that is aware of the distance between above and below and feels the sting and the squeeze and the discomfort or the, the slight claustrophobia of what it means to be down here in the Shama Beguf with all of the vicissitudes and struggles that we go through. And the Shama who's aware of that is by nature tasked as a shliach with the ability to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu down here in the lowest places. 
Balatanya brings Lahalacha from what Chazal says the purpose of the creation of the world is that Ratz HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lios Lodir B'Tachtoinim HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants a Dira down here a Dira Mamish as the Rebbe Rashab says literally just as a person in their innermost chambers of their home is able to be themselves most vulnerably is able to encounter the things about ourselves that we're not sharing with anybody because we're shameful about them or we feel too ugly about them or they're things that we feel weigh us down but in that innermost chamber of the heart in that innermost chamber of the dira the diras halev that place in the heart ultimately a person comes to find a vulnerability with a kaddish baruch Hu that they don't have anywhere else and that's where a kaddish baruch Hu wants to be Dira betachtoinim, dira mamish, just as a person mamish lives in their home, so to HaKadosh Baruch Hu finds expression down here, down here in the trenches, specifically through us. The Eilah HaMishpatim, the Mishpatecha Tahoim Rabbah, Adamu Behema Toshiyas Hashem, the Mishpatim are unfathomable. Mishpat, when a person even contemplates the notion of judgment or judgments or limitations that are needed to place measures in a person's life to place measures in existence simsumim it's already it, it, it drives the mind insane it's unfathomable it's an unfathomable depth and that's the tzidu kadin that's what we encounter when we realize that mishpatecha these empty feelings these empty moments these minimized experiences that i feel are so away from where i'm going to find spirituality these are proving the rule these are the very places where i reveal hashem more in the dir betachtoinim the tachtoinim is the tohim rabba in the mishpat of day-to-day life, in the ability to be shofet on ourselves, to judge ourselves, to place limits upon ourselves, to cultivate a semblance of a functional, scheduled way of functioning so that we have task orientation with the awareness that the task is not what makes me who I am, but nevertheless productivity and application of limit and boundary towards what we do in our lives. The setting of limits, the truest expression of self is the capacity of the self to overcome itself through overcoming the very forces within itself that want to push back against overcoming itself. The battle of the self with itself that gives birth to more of the self than was available before. That experience is the mishpat, that's a person being shoifet on themselves each and every moment. By elevating malchus back to mishpat, by judging our experiences, by finding value in the insignificant in this world. By seeing HaKadosh Baruch Hu in everything, in the Mishpatech HaToyim Rabbah, in the Dir B'Tachtoinim, that's the place that the Torah needs to be revealed. That's the Tachlis of going up. The Tachlis of going up, the Tachlis of Yichud Ilah, is to draw it down into Yichud Tata, to be Megala, that both of them are revelatory of the same thing. That above and below, that's the secret of the Torah. The secret of the Torah is that right after... A mice, a, a mice of Harsinai, or a revelation up above, an opening of infinitude, immediately the next step is going to be an expression of that infinitude within vessels that hold that infinite light in spite of the fact that it's inaccessible to us. Nevertheless, we grasp it by way of its infinite trace. The whole tachlis is to be above and below at once. To have a house in our mind and a house with our legs and to live above and below at once. That's the bris, to draw the Torah down, down, down into the dira. And entering into the month of Adar, especially Adar Aleph, when there's two Adars, there's two Diras. Adar is the language of Dira, meaning there's two ways that HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals himself. There's the Dira Sarai and there's the Dira Keva. There's the temporary dwelling and there's the permanent dwelling. Each person has a temporary dwelling in their heart and a permanent dwelling in their heart. The temporary dwelling in their heart is the Itzahara, that force, that drive that wants to keep me stuck down here. And there's the Dira Keva, which is the secret of La'olam Haba, where I know that I'm going to rest assuredly without deviation. And it's specifically in those two places, in those two diros, in those two diros, when we have two others, it's not only drawing Hashem into the dira that we assume to be our most spiritual one, but it's drawing HaKadosh Baruch Hu down into our dira Sarai as well. 
to be Megal in the secret of Dor Lidor Yishtabach Ma'asecha, Dor Lidor, again, a language of other and other, two diras. That means to draw HaKadosh Baruch Hu down, not only into our best parts, but into the parts of ourselves that don't feel our best, the parts of ourselves that we feel are completely pushing away our spirituality, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can't be found there. It's specifically there that we have to open up that space with laughter to allow the light of spirituality to infiltrate down there as well, to alleviate it, to reveal the innermost kernel of goodness and positivity that exists inherent within whatever is going on, and to culture, to, to, to curate and to cultivate the capacity of that inner spark to emerge from that place. Other is a language of Dira. The Maorinayim says that other is a language of Aleph Dar, that Aleph, the Alufa Shal Olam, that Akadish Baruch, the Pela Elion, the wondering of the ability to communicate and, and unify above and below, Mafli Laasos, that secret of the Aleph, which is the upper Yud and the lower Yud and the impossible connectivity between the two of them through that slanted line of connectivity, which is ungraspable in its essence. It's in that place that we're living. It's in that place of Aleph Dar that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be Megal himself down here. And it's specifically in the Dir B'tachtoinim, it's specifically in the Mishpatim, in the struggles of a person's life. And when a person goes through those moments and transforms that mishpat into mishpat lelekimhu, that it's a mishpat, it's a moment of encountering something that feels insignificant, mundane, dead, empty, devoid of spirituality, devoid of content, devoid of hope, devoid of significance. It's specifically there that we can illuminate the mishpat, that we can draw the mishpat back up to the place to the sharisha mishpat, to the rachamim rabim, to the rachamim rabim, to the fact that every moment offers itself to nothing but unbridled, unbridled compassion upon ourselves, upon the nitzvot of Hashem within us, upon others, upon the world itself. And through that, by elevating ourselves, by elevating our mishpat, by being done ourselves, by finding the significance of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, both in the Diras Arai and the Diras Keva of my life, the permanent part of myself which knows best and the impermanent part of myself which feels what it thinks it knows best. And in both of those places to crown HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to transform both of those others, to reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the, both Diras, in the Dira Arai and the Dira Keva. And then when we're able to do that, we're able to see how each and every moment becomes just another iteration of Matan Torah, that every mundane moment becomes illuminated with the secret of significance, where all things are saturated with meaning. The hyper-meaningfulness of the Torah HaKadoshah, the hyper-meaningfulness of the Mishpat, is that it can infuse everything, even the most mundane elements of human experience, with a heightened sense of significance to allow one to encounter all that is significant and good in existence within each and every moment of their lives. And Be'ezer Sashem, to be zeichet to the true mishpat, to be zeichet to the true mishpat, which is the toiv Hashem l'kol, which is the rachamim rabim, and to be zeichet to draw the Torah down further and further, ladir b'tachtoin mamish, to be mamtek zayin, the lowest imaginable place within ourselves and within existence, to find hakadosh baruch even in that place, to begin again over and over, to find hope where hope seems lost, and to amend. Uh, come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from wherever we find ourselves. And in that place, the Mishpat goes upwards and we find ourselves connected again to that perpetual call of the Shema Yisrael of Matan Torah itself. Thank you for joining the Possibly Speaking family. Possibly Speaking is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehila Nasanian. And our music is by Zushio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org, and feel free to email us and Rev Joey at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org, or private message us on Instagram or Facebook at The Light Revealed. Thanks for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.